This is Leafs Lake. Hi, this is Mike Ross, public address announcer for your Toronto Maple Leafs, and this is the Leafs Late Night Podcast, your post-game destination. And now, your starting lineup, Roscoe, the Fanalist, Southey, Beaner, and Darty Brodeur on the Leafs Late Night Podcast. This is Leafs Hello, hello. Um... Yeah, so Beaner with you here, and and Roscoe has uh, has has taken a, a little bit of a, a time out to come on with me for a couple minutes to chat the the game. I'm definitely not supposed to be somewhere else right now. No, no, not not, not at all. You're 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 fine. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Honestly, not until um, probably about the eight-minute mark of the third. Like, yes, we went down early. um, But even despite having the goal, the Tavares goal called back, we were still able to to rally and stay in it and come back and tie it. Um, I... I don't know if it's I'm an eternal optimist. I've always had faith in the guys all season because they played great all season, but I didn't. I didn't really think we were out of it until it was starting to get to crunch time and we couldn't get anything going. So it's, yeah, I I, I just want to start and I t- I tweeted this out too that in no way, shape, or form does this team need to be blown up. This isn't the same as last year. This isn't the same as the series against the Bruins or even the Capitals when it was the first year of the Matthews era. This team played their asses off all year. They broke countless franchise records. They're like multiple players are in the running for awards. And in Matthews case, he's won one. He's in the running for two others, which he's, I can pretty much safely say he's probably going to win at least one of them. And they didn't shy away the the flawed playoff system not that that's the reason they lost but it's still pretty flawed that you have two of the best teams in the league playing in the first round cause them to play the back-to-back cup champions yeah yeah and that's like that's the thing you so many so many different areas you could go with it or you could look to try to complain about it and okay yeah they shouldn't have played Tampa in the first round absolutely not but that's not the reason they lost you shouldn't have had some of the calls that have happened or not happened throughout the entire series but that's not why they lost like even in spite of a lot of the stuff that was happening they still played great 
we asked the big boys to show up and they all showed up. Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Tavares, Riley, all of them showed up. Even, even Campbell. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's so tough, right? Like there was so much optimism and even with the way the series played out, you could see this was a different team. They, they weren't the underdogs, even though they were playing the back-to-back cup champions, they weren't these guys who were barely scraping out wins and shouldn't even be in the series. They controlled the majority of the series and yes. Okay. Bad calls, bad bounces, whatever you want to equate it to. They couldn't get it done, but it wasn't like they didn't lose the final five one. That, that, that was the big thing. They showed up in game seven and they played and like, even though Marner didn't score, he was all over the place. He had a great game tonight. Matthews had a great game tonight when he was feeling like his, his offensive game wasn't working. He was throwing the body around, which is what you need to do. If you, if you're an offensive player and you're not getting it, then you need to get engaged in the game either with blocking or hitting or something like that. And he was doing that. Um, I, I agree with you. I don't think. No, go ahead. It's all good. No, you go. It's all good. I I was just going to say as, as much as like a lot of people are going to be saying trade Nylander trade, whoever, I don't think we need to blow this up. Obviously, there's going to have to be some moves for cap reasons because there's no way to keep the, the, the current team as it is without having to do some juggling. But there's no way, shape, or form you can pin this on Matthews or Marner, Tavares, Riley, Nylander, Campbell. Like, 
they all showed up. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, like we, we we talked about it before coming up to the end of the season, and it it appeared that maybe Muzzin was done. Right, he didn't look healthy. He didn't look like he was. He, he didn't look like he was going to be enjoying himself playing the game anymore. And when it comes down to it, he showed up and he was the Muzzin who we were all hoping that he was going to be able to get back to, right? He he played great tonight. And even, like, um, after you get off here, Johnny, because I know you got to leave soon, um, I'll, I'll break down a little bit of the game. He, even Justin Hall, as hard as I've been on him all season, and yes, there was that interference penalty, but it's not like... It's, it's, it's not like he did something drastically that cost us the game, because that was such an... A, astronomically weird call like it that that kind of thing never gets called ever especially not in the playoffs so it was so weird that it was called at that moment of time um but that that wasn't the deciding factor we came back and tied it after that so Um, yeah, I'm going to touch on a little bit of the game here and then, and then do my own little sign off as well. Thank you for hopping on with me, Roscoe. So I'm not alone tonight and, uh, make sure you, uh, you go, go back to where you're, you're definitely not supposed to be right now. So, Thank you, Roscoe, for joining in. And uh, yeah, as 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 we kind of touched on a little bit, it's it's very disappointing. There's a lot of emotions. I know 
Steph and Darty both they they wanted to do a show, but clearly everybody handles this type of thing differently, as silly as that sounds, because it is in the end just a game. But the Leafs couldn't do it. They outshot the Lightning thirteen to twenty five. They won the faceoff circle sixty one percent compared to thirty nine. And they even outhit the Lightning, but the Lightning came and towards the end of the game they were blocking everything. You had the goal by Nick Paul where Campbell, I I don't know if he misread it and he had to adjust mid-shot, but it was kind of an awkward save to begin with. And he, over the course of the save, he wasn't able to get positioned properly for the rebound, which, okay, yeah, that sucks, but they were still able to come back after that. And we kept the shots coming. We kept the pressure coming. The <sighs> Yet again, as, as silly as it sounds, I, I'm not, as sad as I am, I'm not upset, if that makes any sense, because they played their asses off. They gave us a lot to be proud of this season. And they... they they showed up. They showed up for themselves. They showed up for the fans. Um, there wasn't any of this crying and whining that we have seen in the past. And I, I, I think we all need to kind of take a step back and breathe and realize that this isn't over. We've talked all year about how Dubas and Shanahan and Keith kind of do things that we all don't expect. And I highly doubt that they're going to come out and blow up the team because that's what everybody's saying. If you watch the after game when Kelly Rudy and Kevin BX are talking, they're saying, oh yeah, after this and this, so the Leafs were done. Well, neither of those guys ever won a cup. Yes, they made the NHL. Yes, they both played and had lengthy careers. Rudy even helped bring his Kings to the Stanley Cup final in 93 against the Habs. But they didn't win. If you're going to sit there and and break games down, you can break it down, but you can't set in stone that, oh, this is why this happened or this is why that happened. Especially if you haven't been there. Um, I know as, as a Leafs podcast and as a Leafs fan, the fact that I'm saying that might sound a little funny, but yet again, you can only win the series that you have in front of you and beat the teams that are in front of you. And with the way that it's set up, you're going to have matchups like this. Um, Toronto Tampa in the first round that in any other year would have been an amazing conference final. The games have probably been the best games throughout the entire playoffs to this point. And that's not just, I I don't believe anyways that it's me being biased, being a Leafs fan, but you had everything. You had a shutout, you had blowouts, you had tight games, you had overtime, you name it, it was in the series. Controversial calls that were called, controversial calls that weren't called. Tons of goals, big saves, it, you name it, the series had it. And there's not really a whole lot of the other series that have had everything like that up to this point. So it's 
it's tough, but come come back out to next year, right? I'm excited for it. Um, I'm all obviously I'm always excited every year because I'm a Leafs fan. That's what we do, right? Hashtag passion. It's just it'll take a little while to process this, and as Johnny said, we're as a group, we're going to do another proper send-off episode, but there was no way we weren't going to touch on it tonight right after what happened because that's what we do. Um, throughout the summer, we'll do different episodes on either history of the Leafs, you know, various things that happen over the course of time, the Ballard era, the the dynasty eras in the 60s or in the 40s draft prospects, you name it. We're going to, we're going to try to keep content coming for all the diehard Leaf fans like us that are out there. And yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm kind of rambling here, but it's, it's a tough night. Keep your head held high. Um, the Leafs, they, they did well. It came down to a game seven and it was a two, one final. It's not, it wasn't a blowout. They showed up. They they could have closed it out in game six. I know we're going to hear that all throughout the summer, all throughout next year. It's like, oh, you could have done it in game six. You couldn't even do it in game seven either. But there was chances, and they just couldn't get to it. Detroit never blowed it up in the 90s. They had a couple different playoff disappointments, and they kept the whole team together. And the end of the 90s, they became one of, if not the most powerful franchises the NHL has seen in decades. You had the back-to-back cups in 97 and 98. You had another cup in 02. Like, they're right there. They're not missing a lot. And as sad as it is, or, or frustrating or depressing or whatever emotion you want to feel with it, um... I don't don't really think that uh, there's going to be too much change, and there's a lot to look forward to. So, yeah, there's not too much more to say on that on the Leafs game to touch on around the league. Carolina eliminated Boston in Game Seven today, three two, and Edmonton, LA are currently nothing nothing with three minutes left in the first. So Carolina will play the winner of game seven tomorrow between Pittsburgh and New York. And LA, the winner of tonight's LA Edmonton game will play the winner of Dallas Calgary tomorrow. Um, Colorado will be playing St. Louis in the first round and Tampa will be playing Florida as Florida eliminated Washington yesterday. So we'll touch on the playoff predictions from our Leafs late night team coming up. And I believe we're going to be doing at least one or two episodes a week talking about the playoffs throughout the rest of them, just to kind of keep everyone, everyone going who might not be watching all the games. And with that, there's not, not too much more to say. Um, yeah. Riley showed up, Matthew showed up, Marner showed up, Tavares showed up, despite everybody ripping on him, Nylander showed up. You can't really fault any one particular player or 
or shift or anything like that. Um, Sky Blue from our Discord has asked if the Hall interference penalty was warranted. So technically, if you read the rule book, yes, that was interference. But there is countless, countless, countless times in the series and the game throughout the entire season where stuff like that isn't called like so many different times. And I don't know if it was just a, a coincidence or if we need to get Rick Westhood investigating some of the, the officiating calls or potential max match fixing who knows, but yeah, sky blue. I, I, I don't think, any other game, I don't think that would have been called. Like, it, it's, it, it, I'm speechless really with regards to that call. There's not really too much to, too much else to say about that because you see stuff like that all the time. And it's not like he grabbed him and held him up. He, he, he actually stopped ahead of time. So most of the time you would see something like that not even get called. And, yeah. Anyways, this is uh, Beaner signing off for the final episodes of the of the Leaf season. And as I said, we'll be back discussing discussing the loss, discussing the season with a little more time after we've all processed it a little more. We'll definitely still be doing episodes touching on the playoffs all throughout the remainder of them. And we'll look forward to the draft and free agency and, and what we have planned for you in the summer. Thank you everyone for listening. This has been incredible. Thank you to Johnny and Southey and Roscoe for inviting myself. And I'm sure Darty can, can copy the same feelings that I have of, of bringing both of us in onto the team. And we look forward to next year and go Leafs go. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Leafs Late Night, your night of post-game podcast. Available after every game on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, and more. 